They told me for years there was no money in podcasting. Well, they were all wrong. This is an ambiguous podcast solutions original podcast. A podcast years in the making. Centered around You're listening to Talking with Tarasha. With your host and founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, Will Tarashuk. Join Will and his guests as they talk about anything and everything under the sun. Now, without further ado, let's do this. Yes, I know I have gray hair. And welcome everyone back to Talking with Tarashuk Podcast. It is our 2023 MLB preview. I'm the biggest baseball fan there is, other than my two guests, maybe. Maybe my dad. My dad's also a big baseball fan. I'm just going to hop right into it. I am joined by Mike Wilkins, a big baseball fan, as well as Alan Schoenberg, another big baseball fan, and two former guests on the Talking with Tarashuk Podcast. That means this podcast can be on a sports playlist, the friends and family playlist, because they are returning guests, and all the other playlists found on the Talking with Tarashuk Podcast. Gentlemen! Welcome back. We've been playing this for about a month now. Alan, ding a ding I saw your tweet about February 23rd, and I was like, uh-oh, did I miss yeah. something? And I was no, like, February 23rd. No. I jumped the gun. You did jump the gun. You were very yeah. excited, though. Gentlemen, welcome I back. Good to see you. Mike, how yeah. are you? Yeah. I was surprised you didn't good, play good, take, good take me out to the ball game for, the, for your opening music. Let's, uh, let's I, that might be copywritten. Then again, the music I use might be copywritten. So yeah, all right, we'll, we'll do a seventh inning stretch. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a seventh inning exactly. stretch because we plan on going <laughs> for an hour. But... Tigers and White Sox and Yankees, three very, very, very historic baseball teams. Yankees have been around one of the original teams. Uh, White Sox, also formerly the Black Sox, and the Tigers, always been the Tigers. Alan, when did the Tigers, when were the Tigers founded? Do you know? When? What year? No, yeah. God, no I have no, no idea. idea? I'd, have to, I'd have to look it up. Well before I was born. Quick to the internet. <laughs> well, yeah. Well before I was born. <laughs> so I mean, they have three very historic baseball teams. Um, you guys, you both, Mike, I know you're from the Midwest. I am actually not. I'm from I'm from a minor league town. I am from Rochester, New York, which is basically um, Rochester is like Detroit. Only it doesn't get any of the uh, the sympathy and love Detroit gets. Rochester is truly a uh, a dying Rust Belt t- industrial town with um with no right love. at home there. I'd feel right at home. Yeah, exactly. You would. Um, you know, Kodak. You know, Rochester had Kodak. Like uh, Detroit had General Motors. But it's a um, so I lived there for you know first eighteen years of my life. Uh, lived in Chicago for twenty years after that, and that's where my uh, my baseball fandom really originates. I've always been a fan yeah, of the General game. Motors. Um, is still still exists, by the way. That's true. Yeah. Well, so does Kodak in theory. <laughs> I guess they're saying now that you know those little handheld um, or the disposable cameras are making a comeback. So yeah. So it who, could be you know, Rochester could turn it all around. Baseball, Mike. Like, it's always there's always a family member, right? Who got you into baseball? Mine, yeah. was, mine was my dad. My dad from birth, mm. born in Massachusetts. Maybe yep. a Yankee fan. Thanks, dad. Um, so who is who is wait, that person? Wait, 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 wait. Your 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 dad was born in Massachusetts. No, no, no. And I was I was born in Massachusetts. My dad was born in Southern oh, wow. Jersey. So okay, and I was rough. So who who is that person that got you into baseball? So it was my um my mom's father my uh, my grandfather George Roncom was a huge baseball fan and I, I mentioned already grew up in a, in a minor league town in Rochester we had the Triple A affiliate of at the time the Baltimore Orioles which is the other team called the Rochester Red Wings mm-hmm. started going to games with my grandfather when I was probably so I think the first one the first one I remember and have a program from became a big uh, program hog is from eighty two so I was probably seven at that point but he used to take me. 15, 20 times a year. And really, uh, he was only a guy, you know, about five, three, five foot four, you know, little, you know, little Italian guy, but he had, you know, played a lot of sandlot ball growing up. And I was, you know, as his eldest grandchild, I was the one he, uh, he shared his love for the game with. So we go to silver stadium. Nice. That's a good story. Alan, who's your uh, person? My, my father, uh, uh, you know, played baseball, played softball. I remember as a kid being a bat boy for a softball team, and then when I started playing Little League, he started coaching my team when I was, oh, God, seven, eight, nine years old, uh, coached me through high school. He was always on his team, and uh, he's still coaching today. He's in his mid-80s. Oh, wow. Coaches, uh, wow. he's a, a third-base coach, first-base coach uh, for a high school team in Utica, Michigan, and loves it. So that's really wow. That's <laughs> that, that is that is dedication. And he stuck with yeah. it in mid I, I always God. joke in Shelby Township, Michigan, I'm gonna go home one day and there's gonna be a statue of my father in one of the parks. Well, there should so. be, right? Doing <laughs> yeah. that long with baseball. Yeah. Baseball is a game that you know it's always with you. It's baseball yeah. is always with me. I'm always thinking yep. about baseball. I do I do like the offseason because yeah. I don't get as many notifications on my phone for Yankee scores, but <laughs> they still send me a bunch of other things I don't care about. So there's always that. Um did you guys play growing up? I was I wasn't good. I did. I was not good at baseball, but I can say 12 years old, um, 
we did win it all. And I was on the mound for that last strike three. Or strike three. It was a ball four, but they call it strike three. Mounded on the mound. <laughs> it, it would have been the greatest moment of my life um, at that time if it wasn't the Red Sox. And I was number 24, which in 2007, <laughs> Manny Ramirez was in his prime on the Boston wow. Red Sox. Oh, That's yeah. like the biggest irony of my life. I won the baseball championship when I was 12 years old. But as a diehard Yankee fan, I was Manny Ramirez's number on the Red Sox. Nice. Did any of your family even come to the games? Oh yeah. All of them, <laughs> well, that, that was that was tough because my, my father um was very you know it was busy. He was an accountant, so he worked at nine to five. So, but he wanted to be involved. He never was. <laughs> he never had time to head coach because he couldn't do practices and do all that stuff. But he always coached. He did the book, so he would do like the the writing, like you know. However, you do the book for keeping score, yeah. keeping score. Yeah. So he did that for my <laughs> brother book. and for myself. So uh, that season was nice. tough because he had to go back and forth. So he was with me coaching, and like my mom would go with my brother, um, who would play on the night like, the because the, they, they called it Babe Ruth League, where they played on like the ninety, mm. the 90, uh, 90 feet, ninety feet, ninety yeah. feet, ninety feet, the full diamond. So, any any uh, childhood memories? Were you got Mike? Were you good at baseball? What position did you play? I um I was a first baseman slash third baseman slash pitcher. Um, mm. I played through high school and college. I wasn't particularly good though. I was really slappy. Um, could always get the ball in play. And at the time, I was probably about uh, 80 pounds lighter than I am now. So I had some wheels. Um, and I was able to, you know, usually you, you know run out that you know swinging bunt that barely got out of the infield. But I was, um, I, I was a decent pitcher, never threw particularly fast. But I, I was able to put a little motion on it. So um, I definitely feel it in my elbow now. But I, uh, I enjoyed my time as a uh, somewhat mediocre baseball player. I had nice. one home run as as we were uh, got older. We played in Babe Ruth, and they didn't. The, most of the fields didn't have fences, so I just dunked it down the right field line. And I was I was in high school, I was running track, and I just ran so fast. I remember my grandfather was there. He's like he, he thought I ran, he thought I ran funny, and uh, I missed second. <laughs> I missed second base. Um, I missed. I just ran right over it. And when I slid home, I was I got up. I was like, "Shit, I missed second base!" <laughs> and luckily, I didn't get called out. But I almost went back. But I was like, "Screw it! I'm never gonna get this chance again. I'm running. I'm just gonna go home. If I'm out, I'm out." And we're walking back to the car. My grandpa's like, "Hey, William, you know you missed second base, right?" I go, "I know, I know, I missed second base." <laughs> Every big moment in your career, there's like a mishap. Ball I know. Fours, a strikeout, yeah. home runs. You miss the base. I'm a clutch out. You would definitely. Uh... You definitely have an asterisk next to your, your name in the record, <laughs> yeah. just like uh, Roger Maris did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, working with me for a year or so. Uh, I'm a klutz, and weird things happen to me, goofy things happen to me. I mean, you should know. You shouldn't be surprised by this at all, that I missed second base, my only home run ever. Barry Bonds has an asterisk, so does Will Tereshuk. Oh, asterisk, asterisk, exactly. career. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you're in good company <laughs> or something. Roger Maris had one. so He did. He did, and luckily got that taken away. Now, last year, yeah. he got his record taken away too, sadly. Speak, yeah. Okay, let's, let's touch upon that. So, last, let's before we look Are you going to ask me about my baseball career? Oh, I, oh Alan, yeah, I was going to say, Alan, your, Alan played too. Baseball, I, I had a natural transition, but there you go, Alan, the EP, pull me <laughs> yes. back in. All right, Alan, baseball career. Tell me about that one time you hit a triple. Give the man his due. You yeah, called out on a BS play. <laughs> I was an infielder early on, but then I uh, switched pretty quickly to catcher. So, I was a catcher most of my career. God bless you. Um, my uh, freshman year of high school, midway through the season, I got called up to the varsity squad. So I played four years of varsity baseball in high school, wow. which was fun. It went to the districts. Um, definitely, mm -hmm. I can tell you, is intimidating being a freshman in high school, playing with a bunch of seniors. Um, and then I went to Central Michigan. I tried to walk on my freshman year as a catcher and got cut. Uh, came back my sophomore year as a pitcher. Uh, ironically, and made the JV team. So I played a season. Nice. On, uh, I didn't know you pitched. I knew. I know you mentioned in the past that you caught it. I know that you, uh, yeah. you're a pitcher as well. That's very, very yeah. cool. How are your knees from all that? Uh... Oh, they're my, <laughs> growing up horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah, I did the Tony Pena move. Yeah, and I'm a yeah, runner. Yeah, yeah, you got dual, dual, dual action on yeah. those knees there, Alan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I had a lot yeah. of knee trouble in high school, for sure. Yeah. I think catcher was the one position I refused to play. It's just like, I'm not putting all that gear in the middle of July. It's going to be too hot. And uh, I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it, I was scared. I was too scared oh, to be a catcher. Yeah. Is this like either the ball's gonna hit, hit me right in the knee, or this bat's gonna hit me in the face? So I'm gonna break a hand, or something's gonna slide and cleat me in the. Yeah. This 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 gonna this gonna iron spike me right in the. See, crotch. I'm just the opposite. I was like, God, I don't want to be in the infield and have a ground ball. You know, when you play little league or high school baseball, the fields are horrendous. You know, yeah, I don't want to hit in the face. Like ball, so I'm, like, right I'm putting all this equipment on. I'm gonna protect myself. <laughs> it's just the opposite. <laughs> So and, and nobody else wanted to do it. So it was one of those things. Like, well, I'll do it. I don't, you know, I don't care. Do you guys yeah. remember your last game? Way to step up. 
my last game yes i do i do in at central yeah i remember it very well any anything so like my last game um playoffs we're losing and i missed last inning we have a small chance for a rally rally caps i don't believe in rally caps but everyone else had a rally cap on rally caps are, are, are stupid <laughs> um but i'm looking at the lineup the card i'm like uh-oh i'm coming up i'm coming up soon and <laughs> it was like run on second you know game's over but two outs i come up and i go i refuse to end my career striking out i struck out a lot and <laughs> and i get up there Nothing to lose. My last plate appearance ever. And I demolish this ball. I mean, it's probably the hardest ball I ever like, you ever, you ever see Vlad Guerrero with a ball bouncing still hit out of the baseball park? <laughs> it was like one of those. Yeah. Just gone. And deep center field, this kid's this this is kid. He's playing deep anyway. I don't know why. And I swear to God, he goes like this, and the ball just lands in his glove. And I'm oh. I'm rounding first base, see him catch it and just drop to my knees. I go, that's how my baseball career ends. And looking back, I don't think I'd have it any other way because I'm never going to forget it. Not a bad story. Definitely not. Pretty good. Yeah. I thought Definitely you were going to say stepped into, stepped into the pitch and got hit by it. Oh, I should have. That's what I should have done. That's what I should have done. It was, it was funny because like uh, in, in, in Little League, you know, you play from T-ball, which is what, five or six to yep. 12. Yep. And then 13, 14, 15 was Babe Ruth. Yeah. I never played T-ball. My dad wouldn't let me. Why not? I, I do remember fun. that. I, I, no, no was a, the scores you used to get in t-ball were insane like i remember one year we did a game i think it was 51 to 16 was the final score in t-ball it was just insane i played um i did start with t-ball i played um two years of t-ball before switching to coach pitch and everything else awesome. yeah, i miss t-ball i'm looking forward to yeah. uh you can't strike out playing t-ball if you do there's something really wrong with you someone did someone does um i look forward i look forward to coaching um, whether I have a son who can play baseball or a daughter mm -hmm. who plays softball, I'm looking forward to what my dad did, uh, doing the book. You guys, I know, Mike, you have yeah. a son and daughter. Yep. Right? My, uh, Alan, I believe that's you correct. have. Oh, that, you have a daughter? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I have a daughter. daughter. Yeah. Right. I do have a daughter. Forget, forget that. that. Alan, you have? Because I was yeah, she always told us me. Vance Lewis. I was saying Vance yeah. Lewis. Yeah. Have, I think yeah. you met Matty once, like, in the tube that's, station. I did. Like, bank I did. tube in London. That's right. That's right. No, but um, unfortunately, Vance, because he grew up in the UK. So Maddie played lacrosse. Okay. Um, was her game. Got so, it. So, you know, chicks with sticks. So no interest in baseball at all. And then Vance plays, um, or he plays rugby. He plays soccer. He does not, he played a bit of cricket living in the UK, but he does not have the hand-eye for baseball. And he, last year, he was really gung-ho to get into it. And I'm like, trust me, son, it's rare I'm going to tell you not to do something. But I think that learning baseball when you're 13 or 14 is going to be nothing but heartache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All these other kids have been playing since they were eight. Yeah. yeah. He has played baseball in London. He played in the London Baseball League. Yeah, the London Baseball League. But now, Wormwood Scrubs. Yeah. Every, everybody was a major league baseball team. It was all Americans. It was super fun. I love going out on Sunday in the middle of a soccer field, uh, yeah. counting off bases. And mm -hmm. then uh, all the kids showing up in their major league baseball uniforms. Uh, it was it was a great sort of American pastime in London. I actually mm -hmm. really liked it. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. baseball was big in London. Right? You think of baseball, right? obviously the States, American, it's American not. pastime. It's not, yeah. That's what I was saying. I didn't it's know like baseball was even a thing in London. I'm, was, glad, I'm glad it's well, there. You missed that. I said all the Americans got together. Uh, <laughs> all 15 of them. I was going to say, that makes that makes more sense. Because you think of yeah. on, a, on, a global, on a global stage, baseball is just America, obviously. Yeah. Japan, for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, how did England do in the World Baseball Classic? That's what I was trying to ask. That was my point. Like, I, didn't, I didn't think England had a team. Or, it's a, have first a team. of all, Alan, it's Great Britain. Great Britain, it is sorry. Not England, oh, yeah, Great Britain. Yeah, the, the, did you the see the jerseys they wore? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the first time they, they busted those out, I think it was on a Sunday night, Twitter was just a, a light <laughs> with jokes about, oh, did they use MS Word or MS Paint? Well, it was literally fair, it was like Great Britain. <laughs> Have you seen their economy lately? They couldn't afford much. Ooh, is that, is that, too, is that too much of a dig? We're going down a different path. No, trust me. I, I, know you, I know you guys know money, so I had to, I had to throw a money joke in there somewhere. But let's, <laughs> let's, let's stick to our baseball classic. Uh, we it's ended good. with United States and Japan, which I'm mm -hmm. surprised the United States even made it in there because it is America's pastime, but yeah. everyone knows Latin America is just – dominates baseball because they play all year. All the great players come from there or yeah. Japan. Japan comes out of nowhere. Yeah. 
but Japan also has a rich history. Anyone who's interested in rich history of Japanese baseball, uh, Sadra O. Sadra O. Yeah. Phil Riccobono and Trevor. Yeah. I can't remember his trying to pronounce his last name on this podcast. Uh, sports podcast playlist is on everywhere podcasts can be found to find more Japanese baseball history. But um, yeah, World Baseball Classic, U.S. and Japan. Uh, Mike, what you did you watch? How many yeah. games did you watch? What did you think? I I didn't watch much. And what's funny is because I thought it would be really dull. Mm. Um, and my son, on the other hand, Vance was so bold. I was like, oh, World Baseball Classic. I'm like, Vance, it is meaningless. Nobody cares. Because you know what? For the past, what, four or five, whatever they've had, nobody has cared. Yeah. Like, I could, I mean, we were, we were chatting before the, you know, before the show opener about, uh, you know, how Japan's won it three times. I couldn't have told you that. I mean, I remember, like, Cuba beat the U.S. once. And now they've got like teams from like the Czech Republic and Israel, like baseball powerhouses, like the Czech Republic and Israel in there. So it's the Netherlands. It almost feels like the bigger <laughs> it gets, the more of kind of a, a setup it is. But obviously, you know, expanding and everything else, I think aside from the injuries, really has paid off. We'll talk more about the injuries. I think that's the best thing baseball has done. It's the best thing. Yeah, you know, we're gonna I know we're gonna talk about all the rule changes, but by far, I think this is the best thing that they've done for for, for the game. Uh, I agree now. Yeah, getting people involved. Like, yeah, yeah. When it first came out, you're like, yeah, whatever. I always forget um, about it. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know when it is. Is it every four, every six, every eight years? I couldn't tell you. Every four years. Every four. Yeah, it's supposed to be four I years, but that. I think because of COVID, right? Wasn't they? Didn't they change things they up a little it. bit? Or no? I can't remember, but I thought it was every. I thought it was every four. Let's see, when was the last one? I don't know. Oh, yeah, but it's been six years since, that. so it would have been 2021. Yes, they had it in 2023. It's it's a very cool concept, but I think they play it at the wrong time, which is weird to say because I don't know when they would play it. And when are they going to play? I mean, this is probably the best time to play it. It's it's pre it's preseason, right? Everyone's just getting warmed up, getting ready. Um, thank God Brian Cashman didn't let any Yankees play. He's like, listen, man, I got enough heat as it is. You're not going to play there and getting hurt. I'm not gonna. I'm not being the Michael Cohen over here. So. <laughs> I, I and, and and he's right. I'm as a Yankee fan. I think World Baseball Classic is really cool, but I always forget it's happening. I think it was marketed poorly. But the games this year were very exciting. I saw the highlights. Yeah. The players got really into it. I think it's a great idea. I agree with you, Alan. It's a great thing for baseball, but it's it's tough because I always forget about it, and then it's just like, oh, here it is. It's come and gone, and players get hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the uh, there is that injury risk. That's the one thing is as good as it was this year. Yeah, you can't be a Mets fan and be happy right now. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I texted all my Mets fans, all my Mets friends, all every single one of them. I go, enjoy this, enjoy the postseason. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy maybe next year. Yeah, it's, it's 162 game season. You know, don't count them out yet. You never know what's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, true. That's the best thing about baseball. That's why they play the game. 162 games. I mean, the, no any given weekday or weekend. Any given weekday, any, weekday any given doesn't matter. Yeah, one, yeah. one game can yeah. make a difference. But yeah, Edwin yeah. Diaz out for the season. He got hurt celebrating, celebrating. It and it, not even like the winning at all. Just going to the next round. I don't know if he was pitching. I don't know what happened, but he got injured celebrating. Which 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 happens? You know, there was that Phillies player I think a few years ago who hit a walk. Yeah, I was trying run, to think of who that was. And yeah. uh, he broke his leg jumping on home plate. Yep. Out for the season. You know, I, like I, I yeah. it's gonna be a Will Tereshek story. Like you are in little league, you're celebrating and out the next uh, all next season. <laughs> yeah, right. Imagine. No, I don't, actually don't. I actually never got hurt. Thank God. Knock on wood. Um, I, I saw Reese Hopkins, Reese Hodgkins, whatever from the Phillies. His name is. He got hurt in spring training today. So like, yeah. you can get injured anywhere. You know, Aaron Judge could get injured in May and be his career could be over. One hundred sixty million, three hundred sixty million, whatever dollars was down the drain. But World Baseball Classic is cool. It's a cool concept. Um. Great idea. I mean, who doesn't love countries going off against each other? Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, because, you know, the, some of these players are on the same team. Now they're representing their country. It's just like yeah. the World Cup with soccer, right? It's. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a great tournament, great idea. It's not every year, which also I think is part of the allure to it. Um, having it uh, spread apart is is smart and uh, I think it's a, I think it's a really good concept. Good idea. Shohei striking up uh, Mike Trout to finish oh. up. Yeah, I was about to say you couldn't script wow. that any better. So have, poetic. You know, two, you know, the, the two stars of that team. Yeah, well, baseball, probably will not do anything this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Baseball itself can be a very poetic. Yeah. Game. But you, hey, you know what the ironic thing is? Uh, you know, has the most wins in uh, spring training, the Angels. 
The Angels. <laughs> their, two best, their two best players aren't playing with each other. Anyway. Past performance is not indicative <laughs> exactly. of future results, just like right. all those disclaimers say. <laughs> exactly. But no, great. Uh, I mean, you, to your point, Mike, he couldn't script a better ending. I mean, yeah. just phenomenal. It's just a shame he has to go back and play for They both have to go back and play for the Angels, right? Like they're playing yeah. games. That, yeah, I think though, like Mike Trout. I respect the hell out of Mike Trout because he signed that long-term deal with the team he started out with. Something about that in sports, when you stick with the team that drafted you, it's just a lot of love and respect to that because you're just, whatever, you know, whatever reason they have. And mm-hmm. But Mike Trout's going to be like, damn, I could have played for a contending team and this is the baseball I could have been playing. I think he had a quote <clears> saying, the only shame is I go back and play 162 meaningless games for the Angels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now he could have won the uh, he could have won the uh, the uh, World Baseball Championship too. Yeah, and yeah. now now Otani's like fingers. This was like to play in like a World <laughs> Series atmosphere. Yeah. Like, ooh, I might want to leave next year and go to like the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Giants or yeah. sorry not the White Sox or the Tigers cuz no not, they don't that, have any money yeah. it, there's there's going to lead it's going exactly. it's going to go to a bad money? team to a worse team exactly yeah. although mike you you lost um you who's your shortstop yeah, was we lost Abreu Abreu to the no, Astros first baseman Abreu. first baseman to the yeah, Astros to talk about a kick in the teeth right no, in the teeth not please. only does he lead yeah not only does he like the White, does he leave the White Sox, but he goes to the Astros. Who the White Sox? I mean, they beat him in two thousand five in the World Series, but they've really, since the league realignment, the White Sox and Astros have really developed a pretty bitter, bitter rivalry. And that's when they, uh, and it really got even worse when they scored off in the playoffs a couple of years ago. It's um, it's interesting how that rivalry's kind of sprung up, and to see Abreu go there, it's it's not quite unlike the level of Babe Ruth going from the Red Sox to the Yankees. But for me, it's definitely it, I was not happy to uh, to see that. And I do take it personally. I don't blame you, man. I mean, he's a great player. He's a phenomenal player. Yeah. And he went to the team mm-hmm. that everyone hates most. It is nice knowing that people hate the team more than the Yankees. Um, I was going to say, now it it's is. like the, the new exactly. evil empire is the Houston yeah. Astros. And yeah. I, I I, think I hate the Astros more than the Red Sox now. There's not like, not the Red Sox mm-hmm. are bad. It's just kind of like, eh, whatever. I can just laugh at them. And like, if I have a friend from Massachusetts, be like, hey, well, well, screw the Yankees. But like, dude, scoreboard. Right, I said that. I said yeah, that up all the time. Scoreboard, scoreboard. ring fingers. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, like Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra has more rings than your whole team, and he's dead. Um, <laughs> so, so I mean, there, there's that. But you know, Alan, you're Tigers. I don't even know. I couldn't even name five players on your team, to be honest. Oh, come on. Ba- Baez, that's all you have to need to know, the shortstop. Yeah. He's he's the future. He, I know he had a really tough year last year, but um, their 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 goal this year is fi- 500 win percentage. Beat, beat, the, beat the White Sox. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the, their goal. The, the Tigers play the White Sox. The, the problem with the White Sox has always been they can't beat their own division. But the division is mean, terrible. There have been plenty of years. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, yeah. it's like if they play down to their, uh, they play down to their opposition. So yeah. well, you, you, you yeah. got the Guardians, the Tigers, yeah. the White yeah. Sox. The, the worst division of baseball yeah. by far. It is the worst division. Who Guardians, else? Tigers, White Sox, Twins, and twins. the Royals. And the Royals. So, you Royals, got five yeah. teams, yeah. and almost all of them are really bad. Yeah, yeah. almost. I mean, the Guardians, you the, could argue, are the best team in that division. Which they are the, they're the tallest division in that division. Yeah. <laughs> and they got Frank Kona. The Twins, the twins yeah. yeah, no, you got you to gotta love Frank Kona. Um, the thing with the, the Twins is, like, they're just – they just stick around. They're like a mm, hemorrhoid or something. They just they just refuse to go away. Yeah. And they're always, you know, they always contend. You know, no matter what kind of lineup of spare parts, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like poor man's money ball. It's like a step below the A's, but they, they operate on that same principle, you know, low budget, get guys who get on base and can you know have all yeah. the intangibles. You know, the only the only nice thing about the AL Central is that anybody could win that division this year. Yeah. I mean, it really is up for grabs. And and mm-hmm. I, I say that t- sort of tongue in cheek. It's going to be tough for the Royals and the Tigers to win that division, but it's going to be really competitive to see who loses the least amount of games. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be it's interesting. It's a race to 100. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Uh, it's, I, I think, I think that, you know, for my sake and I think for Mike's sake, like, I think that's the only interesting part of that division this year is it's, it's a crapshoot. I don't know who's going. Yeah. That's going to be fun uh, though. No. Right? That's going to be fun yeah, as a fan. I think so. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. And it's, it's that in of itself is reason to go to the games yeah. other than the fact that they're cheap because their team's bad. Yeah. But, you know, the AL, AL East. <laughs> You're always going to get a ticket. My my, my exactly. AL East, it's like the Yankees are always going to be there. The, the Red Sox could be there if their owner wasn't a jerk. The Red Rays Sox could be there. Yankees are going to win yeah. that division, no doubt. 
the Rays are always there, and the Blue Jays yeah. are always competitive. They're around. Yeah, yeah they're around. Yeah. But to your point on the Twins, Mike, uh, the problem with the Twins is they usually face the Yankees in the playoffs, and every single time, yeah. four games, the Yankees beat them. That's just how it works. Yep. That's just yeah. how it works. What are the um, God, do what I are the greatest to, Do we have to hear you all night just talk about the Yankees? Hell yeah, everybody. man. This <laughs> is my podcast. You're in my house. What, his podcast, his house, his rules. The house that will team. build. <laughs> <laughs> the house that will build. I love that. <laughs> All right, I was just going to say one so, quick thing about. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I just say real quick about Yankees twins. Um, back in two, so my wife's from Minnesota. Um, and back when we lived in Chicago, we used to drive up there every summer to uh, visit the in-laws. And then there was one year. I think it was probably two thousand four. Or maybe oh six. No, it was before the White Sox won the World Series. So probably oh three or oh four, when the Twins played the Yankees in a um. In, it was the abbreviated you know, the five game playoff. Got to Game Five. Chris and I decided the night before. Oh heck, let's drive up and get t- get cheap tickets. Get the worst tickets in the Metrodome. Sat in the you know row ZZZ of Section five hundred five, and got to watch the Yankees win in the bottom of the not, bottom of the ninth with a. I think they, they won it on a wild pitch or something really bizarre. But just watching all those Twins fans' heart, hearts break was a. Did a you have to watch the, the game on the big screen because you couldn't see the players? <laughs> pretty yeah, pretty much. I spent most of the time looking at the jumbotron because you couldn't actually see the home plate was this tiny little speck. I mean, the Metrodome Mike, was. I was massive. Say, Mike, we we should make a a wager. Like you know, whoever finishes higher in our division, the Sox or the Tigers, the loser has to buy a steak dinner. That sounds like a plan. All right, you're on. All right, let's do done. it. Will we're on the record? All right, you're on the record. Um, <laughs> do I do I get on? Do I get in on that? No, 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 because <laughs> no. no, you're you got you to spot us forty games. What if I give you a, what if I give you a twenty game handicap? <laughs> sure, twenty five. Twenty five. Or what if um, God, what if what if uh, I had to pick the Orioles? Orioles. <laughs> Orioles. <laughs> that, so that's um. You know, going back to the Red Wings for a second. My childhood team. That was the um the team that I grew up with was the Orioles because that was the, the Red Wings were their their AAA affiliate. So I got to see Cal Ripken play when I was a kid. Uh Kurt Schilling, Mike Messina. Just I mean, so many of those guys came through the uh, the Baltimore farm system. I think the best player I saw for the Red Wings was probably a guy named Craig Worthington. Uh, who didn't? He wasn't much in the majors. Much much in the majors. He was he was one hell of a AAA player. Let me tell you. And then another guy who really stood out, who went some places in the majors, but wasn't really a big deal, was uh, David Segui. Um, um, played for the Mariners for a while. Played, yeah. I think he might have played for the Tigers for a couple years. He played for the yeah. Mariners for a while. But no, Segui was a ridiculous minor league player. Anyway, yeah, Will, if you take the um, if you take the Orioles, um, you're on. Oh, steak dinner. <laughs> like, uh, you better like, think about that, Will. God, can I afford you three steaks on. on the Baltimore Orioles? <laughs> <Yeah>. Plus <laughs> beer? Plus a tip <laughs> in New York. Ooh. Oh, Alan, maybe if you yeah, were, we're going to Keens. We're not. Yeah, we're not. If, we're if not you, Alan, if you can pull some strings Keens, and talk baby. some old colleagues and get me a promotion, I think I'd be on this. <laughs> hey, I'm unemployed right now. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true. All right. Yeah. Um, before we get into rule changes, I do want to actually bring up a conversation I had with this guy on LinkedIn. Actually, I, actually, it's, it's weird. It was one of the weirdest LinkedIn experiences I ever had because this guy um, was interested in having like a client of his be on a podcast. Like, oh, let's just talk. Hop on the phone, and uh, we, we're talking for like forty-five minutes. We get into baseball on the podcast, and he's telling me about how much he hates going to the stadium nowadays because it's very overstimulating. It's too loud. You can't just go and just talk to people. It's just like constant noise and attractions and this, that, and the other. Older guy. And I want to get your guys' take on it. Like, I don't know. I don't remember a time. Like, I, I, after he said that, I thought about it. I was like, wow, there are a lot of bells and whistles at the games nowadays. And I don't remember being that little of a kid if it was much different. But when you guys were kids, um, you know, back in the 80s, um, how, how different was the stadium? <laughs> and uh, how much do you prefer it? Do you prefer it back then where it was a little more quiet, like you and your dad could have a talk over a dog? Or do you prefer it now where it's more fun and engaging for the crowd? When I went, it was just men in their suits. Oh, yeah. No, I, <laughs> were, were, they, were they on the field? They used to be on the field. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, I, I think that – I mean, I have my own personal opinion, but I, I don't like going to night games. I just mm. – I think night games get a little more unruly than day games, in my opinion. Um, I prefer a day game. It's a much more, I think – uh, an experience that I remember, I guess, as a kid, because I went to mostly day games yep. as a kid. My, you know, I couldn't go to a night game back in the 70s or 80s, school nights, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I prefer the 
I prefer day games. It's just, I think it's a better way. So, you know, I played most of my games during the day. So it's, I just think a better experience for me. Um, I don't think it's ultimately too different. I mean, we're obviously, you know, different decades, different generations. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, I think the night game experience is definitely different than when I was a kid and growing up versus I think the day games, a pretty chill experience. Unless you go I to the White Sox on Demolition Disco Night. <laughs> disco Demolition. I was going to say, you know, as, as a White Sox fan, you know, generally the stadium's quiet because nobody goes. But that's... Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I do. Um, I, I'm i a bit, I don't mind that batters have walk-up music. I think, you know, I've often thought in my life, if I ever played Major League Baseball, what my walk-up song would be. So I definitely like that. But oh, the answer is my wave, my sound garden, by the way. But um, I've often thought about, like, there, there has got to be that, there's gotta be a point where it's gotta end. I mean, it's fine to have walk-up music. I like a little bit of organ music kind of, you know, during pitching changes and things like that, but you don't need the, you know, the let's get loud nonsense between every pitch. Mm. That just gets to, to be a little bit too much. I, mean, I don't mind some, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't mind some tunes here and there, but yeah, just the nonstop noise definitely, you know, it gets me and get off my lawn. Yeah. I think when I look, when I was a kid growing up, it was just organ music. That's all you had. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that it's, was it. A few things here and there. Um, yeah. This, you know, there's a certain guy, I remember when Yankee Stadium, this old guy with a pots and pans. He's going around banging. Like, I think his name was Eddie or yep. something. So, yep. stuff like that. Um, the little game with like you know, the ball into the hat and you got to pick which one. Or like the, 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 the news reporter goes and talks to a kid and has some trivia questions. Yeah. But I, I mean, think yeah, about, those like, are fine. Yeah. I was like, I wish I could have, wish I could go back to the baseball game where none of those things happens. Like, you know, you're being no. a date and you can just actually just hang out, no. talk and enjoy a baseball, a nice, quiet, yeah. it we, sounds we very relaxing. We didn't have jumbo drones when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah but it does, it does sound refreshing and I wish I could have that experience. But then yes. again, yeah. the overstimulation of baseball makes it more fun and more yeah. engaging I for think, an audience. You know, um, Mikey probably, um, agree on this point too like you know going to a game as a kid like if you missed a play you missed it so you yeah. were like yeah because there was no replay to, I mean, yeah I there were joking. no tv i mean it was like you know those little dots on the scoreboard yeah. kind of thing I mean, yeah you didn't have you know i think the first ball game i went to or they actually was a, you know a tv on the scoreboard was the sky dome so it had to be probably late 80s early 90s because that was uh, i used to go to if i wanted a major league fix i'd either go my grandfather and i'd go down to baltimore um, or we drive up to Toronto because Toronto is only three and a half, four hours from Rochester. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't go to a Yankees game until I was well into my twenties. Um, yeah. So those were like my, the closest things to like a, a hometown major league team I had was either you know, Toronto or Baltimore. <laughs> but no, I remember like exhibition stadium was, you know, the Blue Jays players at dump Memorial stadium where the, uh, the Orioles played more of the same, but yeah, I remember like going when the sky dome opened, like, wow, there's an actual TV and it was, it was the actual, I think it might, it was one of the first Sony jumbotrons out there. Yeah. It was like, wow, they're actually showing the action on the TV. But yeah, no, there was, there was none of that at silver league at silver stadium in a minor league baseball. That's for damn sure. I got to go on the more ballparks, more ballparks. I've been to Fenway, Nika Stadium, and City Field. That's about it. Um, wow, that's it. I'll, yeah. I'll get there. You need there, to, go, you need there to travel. Day. I know. I, yeah. I mean, I, I've traveled. I've done 24. Ball games. Damn. Lucky. Yeah. Very lucky. I'm old. I really, I'm old I really and like I am. Wrigley before they tear it down, if they ever tear yeah, it down. Yeah, I like, no, I like Wrigley's, Wrigley's really special. Like, I love the, you know, the fact that I've been able to go to old stadiums and new stadiums. Yeah. Like, mm. that to me is pretty cool uh, because they've just started, like, tearing everything down. So, to be yeah. able to yeah. say you've been to both old and new is, I think, a great experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I do regret not being able to go to uh, Shea Stadium. That Shea Stadium was special. That would have been really cool. Big orange donut. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I prefer old Yankee Stadium and New Yankee Stadium. New Yankee Stadium is great. Old's better. There's no better place yeah. in sports than Fenway Park. And I say that honestly no, and truthfully. Fenway Park is such a special, you can smell the history. Yeah. You can just feel <laughs> it. And the crowd is dedicated. <clears throat> the Sox could be 0 60. It's going to be sold out and they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, like, it's I a great hate, place. Yeah, I hate it is. Red Sox fans with a burning passion, but they're dedicated and passionate. And I got to respect them for it. I, so, I don't think yeah. they like you either. They just, don't. Just they don't. I, I, yeah. Elementary school was. Very hard, <laughs> but I asked for it. You know, I wore Yankee stuff. I wore Yankee gear to school. What did I expect? So, I, I the bullying, I, the bullying I deserved. But all right, let's talk about some rule changes. Um, before we get to the new ones, let's, oh, go, back, we let's, go. let's go back. Let's go back <laughs> yeah. to an old one. Uh, the playoff system. Last year they introduced new playoffs, and they had a season of it. You know, the best of three 
for wild card game instead of the one the one one win one and you're in, mm-hmm. and then like the brackets. At first, I thought it was silly. I saw it play out because I am I am of the I am of the idea that not everyone should make the playoffs. Right, the playoffs should be very exclusive. It used to be just the not even divisions. It used to be just yeah. the, the two leagues, the pennant, and the World Series. That was it. Yeah, yeah. But seeing it play out, I thought it was a lot of fun. The gate, the playoff baseball was incredible. The games were fun. The fans were into it. It's great for revenue. You know, MLB made a lot of yep. money, and you know, I don't like participation trophies, but I think the other playoffs. This was a lot better than the one and done one one game in your end that it used to be, and it's yeah, more reason I, to win a division. So, Alan, what do, you, what do you think? You think yeah, so? I, I I see both sides of this. It's you know, if you if you're the team with the better record and you've had the better season, and all of a sudden you're out because of this, I think you're super annoyed by it. Uh, but it is, uh, I think, at the end of the day, it's a better way to do it. Look, I think they're still experimenting with three divisions in each league. I don't think we're at a sort of point where we kind of even Major League Baseball feels comfortable with what they're doing. There's a lot of teams. They've moving things around. Astros are in the American League now, which is always still confuses me to this day. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't think it was that bad. I um, I, I think at the end of the day, it's it was, it was probably a better move. I, I don't like the fact that they tinker with things just because it's, you know, we need more revenue. That to me drives me nuts. But I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, it was, it was a good move. Yeah. I'm, I'm a baseball um I guess conservative. Don't say purist. Don't say conservative. Purist. For, lack, okay. for lack of a better term. <laughs> Baseball conservative. Baseball <laughs> conservative, for lack of a better term. Um, but I think if they kind of, to your point, on the better record, you're stuck in a wild card game, they could do what the NBA does. Just get, They have the divisions, but it don't really mean anything. It's just the top eight yeah. teams and the bottom two yeah. play or whatever, just play each other. But Mike, what do, you think, yeah. what do you think of the rules? What do you have to add to this? Yeah, I am... Um... I didn't like the uh, the one game playoff. I don't. Well, I, don't like, I guess I'll start by saying you know do's and don'ts. Like I, I don't think the playoffs need to be expanded, mm. but then they did that, and I was like, okay, there's really no need to do this if it's gonna be a one game playoff. I still don't think the playoffs need to be expanded or should have been expanded. But since they have, I guess I like the three game series better because you know Alan alluded to it a minute ago. But you know if you're the best team, you know the best team that doesn't get the buy, and you have one off night, you're cooked. That's you know. It's the way sports is to a degree, but still, you should have some you should have ch- some chance to redeem yourself. Yeah. It shouldn't be one and done for you know after 161 or 162 game season, it should not be one and done. There should be at least, there should be a series. Right, and, and so I think that you, this you, model that they're using now is good. You play the whole season now. as a series, like you don't have one off series. It's there, there is sure. no one game in baseball. Yeah. It's always a three, four, or five game set. It, it, that's yeah. a great point too. Yeah. yeah. This is completed from my Yeah, you got to feel out your opponents and tire out their pitchers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. You can't do it. I mean, if you get a one-game playoff, what do you end up doing? You end up having, you know, a starter who goes three innings, and then you just empty the bullpen, and then one of those teams is going to win, and the guys all got rubber arms because they had to go, um, you know, going into, you know, going into a five-game series with, you know, with rubber arms because they all had to go out and, you know, work two innings because of the, um, yeah, the bullpen emptying yeah. just to get through the, the one. All right, so spring training has played around with these three big rule changes, talking about the pitch timer, the shift restriction, which is just adorable. And the bigger bases. Let's start with the pitch timer. And pickoff move. That's the fourth one. All right. Well, you'll have, have to smarten me up on the pickoff move. So remind me, remind me in case I move on. But the pitch yeah. timer. 15 seconds with bases empty. 20 seconds with runners on. Hitter gets one timeout per plate appearance. Plate appearance, easy for me to say. Must be in as bad as box with eight seconds left. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pitchers get two disengagements, pickoff attempts, or step-offs per batter. Violations are a box. Or Alan was that the, was that the was that the rule? Yep. Yeah, All right. So that's yeah. the pickoff. That that one I don't mind. <laughs> I'll, I'll say off the bat. That one's fine. Yeah. 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 Limits on pickoff yeah. attempts uh, lead to twenty six percent increase in stolen base attempts in the minors. Pitcher timer helped reduce game length by twenty five minutes in the minors in twenty twenty two. We'll get to the length of the game and the shift restrictions, but pitch clock, Mike. What do you think? I think there needs to be, or historically there's needed to be a better discipline around the amount of time between pitches. I think there needs to be a pitch timer for sure, but I find the actual clock to be extremely intrusive. I don't like looking behind the plate and seeing a clock back there, you know, ticking down. This isn't the NFL. This isn't, you know, hockey where, the, you know, where there's a penalty. Now. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I mean, umpire, you know, the umpire could have a stopwatch or, you know, watching his wrist or wristwatch or whatever that counts down the time 
and you know give a little signal or get you know the ump could get into his crouch with eight seconds left or whatever and that could kind of be the heads up for the pitcher there's other ways to enforce this without having the clock i i i I don't i would never trust an umpire with a stopwatch and not seeing it and yeah yeah i guess maybe i'm maybe i'm too much of a purist maybe i I, I don't mind i don't mind the clock i really don't i think it's they're gonna get super used to it pretty quickly again 160 games it's definitely gonna speed up the game you know maybe maybe it should have been 20 seconds instead of 15 um just overall uh but i think you can't put blame on the on the pitchers either the batters take an enormous amount of time all the step out a lot of fidgeting. timeouts and taking your gloves off and putting them on and practice things it's like oh my gosh just get in the box and hit the ball i i, I actually i really like this rule i think it's it's the next step is you go to a three two count right so if you really want to speed up the game <laughs> which no one is going to like so i don't mind this i think it's going to put a lot more rhythm into the game versus you know, now if, you know, you're, uh, you got a couple guys on base, maybe you want to take a little bit more time, slow the game down. You can't really do that. Like you got to go. Um, and if a pitcher need, you know, having pitched a year, a year in, in, in JV in college, like I can appreciate that. Like you're in, you're in a rhythm. You want to put the batter on their back feet. You want to keep going because you are in a groove. And I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. So I do, I think it's going to be harder on the batters than it is the pitchers. I completely, I completely agree. I was just, I was just much harder on the batters because, um, you know, Get Yogi, in and swing. Yogi yeah. Berra said it's like baseball is eighty percent mental. Whatever other numbers he made up, um, and to a pitcher, you know, more often than not, they're going to be in a good rhythm than a bad rhythm. Yeah, when a pitchers in a bad rhythm, they need to just kind of take a breath, step off the mound, and just relax, get a mound visit to kind of mm-hmm. snap Better them back into 10 it. Ten seconds, then right, but <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. that's going to be very very hard yeah. to yeah. do. And you know, baseball is a mental game. And yeah. the, the pitch clock will still make it a mental game. Don't get me wrong. It's just a different kind of mental game. But to Mike's point, yeah, the clock is a little annoying just to see. Um, but you have to, it has to be somewhere. Yeah. If basketball, yeah. Steph Curry scores 50 points a game, he's got to look at a clock all game. Like, you're, it's not going to take that long to get used <laughs> yeah, to. I, Come I, on. Saw, Seriously? I saw Aaron Judge compare it to a shot clock in basketball. But the difference is yeah. basketball is a timed game. Baseball, but it makes yeah. baseball great, in my opinion. Baseball is no timed time. game now. <laughs> yeah, now it's a timed game. So it's just, yeah. it's different. I think out of all the rules, this is the one I'll give the most one a chance. I, I give this an a, a plus. It was a good move. I oh, really was. Well, I, well, I really, I'm really in favor of it. Until we'll, the, we, I think what you're going to see happen though is you're going to get a lot of like uh, Neymar's on the field. Someone's hurt, rolling around in the mound. Oh, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Slow down the game. I mean, it's bad enough the NBA is all floppers now. Just wait till baseball <laughs> turns into yeah. exactly. Oh, the rosin bag hit game my of floppers. I got too much rosin on my hand. It's hurt. So I, 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 you're going to see people. There are going to be pitchers that try to game the system. It's going to be kind of funny. Yeah, Scherzer, but, Scherzer tried it. Um, yeah. Although, yeah. If it's if it's an elimination game, or right, let's say it's a it's a huge. Let's say it's it's mid September. Um, you got rival teams like the, the Dodgers and the Giants fighting for a division. Game game winning run on third base. And it's called strike three to end the game because of a pitch clock. Come on, man. Yeah. If it's that late in the season, Come on, you're not man. used to the pitch clock yet. Come yeah. on, yeah. man. You are I'm harsh, sorry. Schoenberg. You are sorry. really harsh. Like in the hey, play. In you, the... you saw the movie Hoosiers, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Basketball, same height. The Nets, the same mm-hmm. height for both teams. Mm-hmm. Free throw lines, the same distance. I could 20 see seconds this... is 20 seconds. I could see this being a right? huge problem in the playoffs. Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to be that umpire. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. So I'll I'll leave it there. I can see it being a huge problem in the in the playoffs. But to your point, Alan, 162 games get used to. It. Twenty years from now, well, there's going to be a ten year old kid saying, you know, I, I blew the World Series Little League because I took too pitch long clock. in pitching. <laughs> <laughs> when they get the pitch clock in Little League, then you uh, guess what? He, he still got a trophy. <laughs> I mean, exactly. To that point, they did it in the minors. Like they they, they did they did stretch stress test this. Yeah, of course. And it works. Several minor years. leagues, you can yeah. do that in the minor leagues with baseball. You, you know, yeah. NBA has its its minor league uh, uh, league now, which they do the same thing. I actually, I love the fact that they do it in the minor leagues and test it. It's super smart. It's yeah, it makes it does. It's very very smart. All right, yeah. I, hope, I don't know if they checked the shift the shift BS, but uh, 
The shift restrictions. Two this is in, stupid. Two stupid. infielders so must be positioned stupid. on either side of second base when pitch is released. All four infielders must have both feet within the infield when a pitcher is on the rubber. Shift restrictions increase batting average and decrease strikeouts in minors, which give players more opportunity to show off their athleticism. So I'm going to, not only is this stupid, but MLB's <laughs> goal is to shorten the game. But at the same time, they want more base runners. So, which is what the uh, you're with the point with the bases too. They're with, with the bases more too. Runners, so it's like more runners, more runs. If your goal is to shorten the game, <laughs> yeah. why are you going to counteract those 25 minutes with with no shift because players yeah. can't hit and bigger bases, which can be a huge difference. Yeah, they're playing politics. They're trying to please everybody. We, we want to shorten yeah. the game, but we want more runs. You can't do that. Can't do that. It's impossible. Can't it's impossible. This one's it's stupid. This one's it's really so stupid. stupid. I have no, seen the I, argument it makes yes. for more athletic it makes for more athletic infielders, which fine. But you see the Red Sox in the in spring training put a left fielder in shallow right against Joey Gallo, which probably struck out anyway. Um, but they just leave <laughs> left field they just leave left field wide open. Yeah. It's like, bro, you're a professional baseball player. Yeah. If you can't hit out of a shift, you have the best coaches in the world. You have all day to practice. You yeah. can't just learn yeah. to bunt down the third baseline. You shouldn't be in the major league baseball then. No, yeah. that's the thing. It's, it's going to kill situational hitting, which is, I think, you know, so much of the science of baseball is around, you know, probabilities and percentages and everything else in a certain situation that yeah. you know, having the shift band is going to yeah. just, just totally that out. My, my, my first thought when I read this was like, I can just can see the field now. They're going to start lining the field where all the players have to stand and they can't go out of their box. Yeah, get, get your box. <laughs> right? the tech, like the technical area in, uh, in soccer. <laughs> exactly. You got to be in your little... Uh, yeah. yeah, it's... it's I, I don't you know, I don't think it's necessary. I understand why they're doing it, but Will, to your point, it's going to be more runs, more base, more people on. It's going to slow the game down, which is exactly what they're trying to not do. Like, it's just confusing. It's just weird. Yeah. It's yeah. really weird. And it's yeah. Really and if you can't bad. look, if you can't hit to the opposite field, I guess you got to learn. Yeah. You got to learn. <laughs> That's right. what they pay you millions of dollars to do. Yeah. To learn. And yeah. hitting a small ball that's coming at you 95 miles an hour, just shift your hands and you're batted within exactly. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Open the gate, swing the hinge, and just yeah. loop it out. But there. the fact that, you know, so many more, to, to Mike's point, right? The fact that so many more teams have been using the shift. I mean, it's a it's a strategic play, um, and they you know I think they kind of finally figured it out. You know, so to okay. take that away is you know I don't know. I just I, I think it's kind of petty. I mean, I do, I do hate the shift in general. Like it, I don't it, think it's going to last. It, it this is this is a rule I don't think is going to last. I don't either. Yeah. Like it does it does ruin like people's careers, right? Like people yeah. who were once three hundred hitters now two eighty. It's just like yeah. I hate the shift because I hate the shift, but I hate that they can't shift even more. Yeah, yeah. but but it is exactly. it look it is also it's. There's a risk involved with it, right? You put on the shift and the guy, you know, everyone goes to right center and center field and the guy hits the ball down the left field line. You know? David Ortiz would yeah. do it. <laughs> Guess what? David yeah. Ortiz was the first player they used to shift on. Yeah. And it, one, yeah, it wouldn't work. I was work. trying to think of who it was. It was Ortiz. It was Ortiz. One, it, it yeah. wouldn't really work. And then they did, they did it. Victor Martinez ruined his career. Yeah. Sorry, Alan. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But Ortiz, every <laughs> now and then, especially against the Yankees, just boop, jumping down the third baseline. a was sitting yeah. there picking his nose. Yeah. Yeah. So, want want to fight Bronson Arroyo again? So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's not foolproof. It can definitely exactly. backfire, um, and when it does, it backfires big. So, yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a risk. But don't, I don't like know. the concept, but it's a wait and see. I think. Yeah, I I think you're right. I I would grade this one a C C minus. Yeah. Bigger bases, I'm a little split on, because you know it <laughs> it it does it reduces injuries, which fine, but. Baseball is a game of inches, and they are adding three inches to first, three inches to third, and four and a half between first and second, and second and third. Yeah. That's a, this that's is a the biggest lot. rule change. That's a, this that's is going to have that's like yeah, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. That's huge. Yeah, and again, will to your point, it's going to create more people on base, more stolen bases, slow down the game, more runs, mm-hmm. someone sliding a second. Like it is definitely slowing the game down. Um, I don't like this one. I, I think it's. Uh, no, it's- it's, it's, I don't know. I think it's unnecessary. It, again, I see why they're doing it. They want more runs, but I think this is going to be a huge game changer. More yeah. people are going to be safe, uh, more runners. Um, I, I think this is going to have the biggest impact by far. I didn't know the bases were unsafe to begin with. I thought, I thought like 15 inches was pretty big. Especially because on first uh, baseman, yeah, they, keep, they keep their toe 
on if they the wanted, corner of the base. Yeah, their toes always remember on the bat. Great, yeah. Remember in grade school, you had the flat mat for a base? And yep. <laughs> no, we actually had the big flat. bulky ones that went into the grounds. We didn't have yeah. flat mats. Oh, you must have gone to a fancy school. Yeah, no kidding. Gosh. <laughs> we had like grades. these flat, it was like a floor tile. Yeah. They had like the um the, the waffle iron pattern underneath. Oh, in elementary was, grade school. In grade elementary school, we did. I'm thinking Little League. Little League. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. No. Literally, we had, we had no, and literally, we, in grade school, we just drew a box. Yeah, but change, change the base. You're putting like, okay, no, so it's not a leather base anymore. Make it a rubber mat, like a thick rubber mat that's, yeah. you know, an inch off the ground. You know what? It's mm-hmm. making make, the base as bigger as. Make them all plates. Uh, like home plate. Home plates as exactly, yeah, all pentagons. Yeah, all I, pentagons. I make a different one for each. Yeah. <laughs> I relate it to food. You know, if you have an enormous hamburger, it doesn't make it better, right? So, yeah. you know, make it look. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Doesn't make it better. All right. So. I think that's pretty much that's pretty much all the rule changes. Um, you guys want to run through the divisions, make some predictions? Oh god. Let's this do it. Be, it's, most Let's of this is gonna be easy. Well, yeah, exactly. We'll Look into the crystal ball. Well, I'll see. I'll keep the uh I'll keep the uh the records and I'll, I'll Yeah, you write guys. them down and see I'll shoot, I'll shoot you guys the yeah. yeah. who was right, who was wrong. All right, the ALEs. Exactly. Yeah. Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, Orioles, Blue Jays, all I'm taking the Yankees, winning about ninety eight games. Oh, that's an easy one. That's the Yankees. Yeah. I think the Red Sox are going to give them a run for the money, though. Um, but I think the Yankees eke it out. Right. Eke it out, like by a game. Do they, do they win 100 games? Mm, no, I don't. I don't think they do. How does Judge do? Phenomenal. He is, a, he is an amazing year. Does he bat 300? Yeah. 50 home runs? Yep. 120 RBIs? Probably. Jeez. I think he's going to have an amazing year. Very I really confident. do. Yeah. He's he's phenomenal. He, he really phenomenal. is. And he's Worth and, every penny. He's just building on what he did last year. He's MVP this year, I think. Oh, damn. Yeah. Very bold. Mike, he, he's, he's very, uh, I'll, I'll say the Yankees, too. I think that I don't think the challenge will come from the Red Sox, though. I think the challenge will come from probably the Rays, who <clears> just <throat> kind of have this strange way of hanging around and showing up every now and then. Interesting. So we'll see. Great but I do system. think, you know, great farm system, uh, well stocked by, you know, loads of trades over the past, you know, six, seven years that are, you know, hopefully starting to come. Oh, hey, hey, Will. Uh, Will, Will yeah. by the way. Yankees suck. Thank you. Thank you. Never, never heard that one before. <laughs> it only took us uh, 52 minutes. Yeah, we have, have 51-44 in this podcast. We'll yeah. give or take. <laughs> Thanks, the first Alan. Yankees suck is out. But, I, yeah, I do think Judge is going to light it up this year. I'm also curious to see uh, what young Mr. Anthony Volpe, what, um, what oh, becomes of him. So you know, excited for Volpe. He's been lighting it up in spring training. So I'm really curious to see, is this kid the next cheater or what? He's let, playing against AAA players, Mike. Let the kids play. <laughs> Let them play. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. them play. IKF sucks. Donaldson's bad. Oswaldo Cabrera can play literally everywhere. He played first base yeah. the other day. Let the kids play or get rid of them. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. All right. trade me, coach. Let's, let's go to your central. Got the Twins, the White Sox, the Royals, the Tigers, and the Guardians. Oh, I'm rolling the dice. I, uh, I'll go with the Guardians. It's the safest mm-hmm. bet. But they yeah. win the division by winning like eighty games. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't think this division is exciting at all. At all. No, I um I agree with Alan. I think it's going to be the Guardians. I think the Twins will come in second. I think it's going to be probably 85, 86 games. So it takes to win that division. Really? So, That's it. You guys are that low confident? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say. It's I'll say. Very, the, very, very low confidence. I'll also say the Guardians ninety-one wins. 90. Really? Oh, okay. 91. Well, you do get to play a lot of other teams in the AL Central who all suck. Yep. So that's, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but those teams are all all like Cinderella teams. Like they are, they're going to, I, I think they'll surprise, again, 160 games, right? Yeah. Tiger oh. swept the Yankees last year, remember? Remember that, Will? Yeah. I don't. When, when did that happen? Was it in April? <laughs> was it in April? <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> May or June. So. Uh, well, Yankees, Yankees always had a tough time against the Tigers, you know, in the early offs. Yeah, they do, actually. They're the playoffs, really they couldn't beat Verlander. And then yeah. in the teens, the 20-teens, and the 2020s, they still can't beat Verlander. So yeah. things never change. All right. Yeah. AL West, Astros, A's. I think it's the A's this time. The Angels, the Rangers, who have a DeGrom on vacation, and the Seattle Mariners who have a young phenom. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be the Astros, right? Defending champs, unbelievable team, still cheaters. But what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Astros, they win 100 games on the dot. Interesting. I think, yeah. Mike, Mike, you want to go? I, uh, I I can't disagree. I think the um, Astros will win it. I think it'll be 100-plus. I think the team to watch is going to be the Mariners, who've made a lot of noise the past couple of years. Um, and I think that, you know, we talked about it earlier, but the Angels are really kind of in a 
bit of a down market right now. So I yeah, think the they, 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 they were a bit of a power. They're in the A's, both powerhouse. Now they both mm-hmm. suck. So I think it's the. Uh, I think the, the Rangers have spent a lot, and they won't get a lot for it. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be the you know Astros and the Mariners. So. All right, I'm I'm going with the Rangers. This is an upset. This is an upset division for me. Upset uh, city. Yeah, I, I think it's it's all Rangers? it's an it's an all Texas division. I think this year, I think the Angels are going to have moments of brilliance. They got Seager. Um, they got a Volpe. Then middle of the season, you're going to start to hear all of the rumors where Otanahay's going. Um, I think it's going to be very disruptive. Um, I think Trout still holds a grudge for being struck out by him that lasts all season. <laughs> but I like the, I like the Rangers. I think to Mike's point, they've made some interesting purchases. Uh, it's a surprise. I'm just I'm just saying it's it's a long shot, but I I'm going to go with the Rangers. All right, I think the, I can't believe we just said the Rangers. I think the most interesting <laughs> division in baseball. And I think the one to watch is going to be the most fun. The NL East. Got the Braves, totally agree. the Nationals, the Mets, and <laughs> the Mets, the Phillies, <laughs> and the Marlins. I mean, the past uh, the past few tough. years, the NL East yeah. have been the darlings of baseball. You know, if yeah. you're in 2020, we had the Nationals go on that run. 2021, we get the Braves go on that run. 2022, we had the Phillies go on that crazy run. The Cinderella yeah. team lives in the NL mm-hmm. East. And I don't know who does it again. Probably the Braves. I'm with you. I, they have a, a phenomenal hitting team. They're young and they're healthy with a, with a good pitching staff. Uh, to your point, they're healthy. Uh, Mets are probably the best team on paper, uh, but I think the Braves have the experience, the teamwork, which makes a big difference. Uh, that collaboration sort of mentality. It's the Braves. I think you got you got three teams that are going to win ninety games. At least yeah. the Braves, yeah. the Mets, and the Phillies. I honestly, I said the Braves. I think I'm going to change my mind to the Phillies. I think the Phillies take this 98, 97 you wins. You stole my pick. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> stole my pick. I was, I was going to say, I think the Phillies are going to surprise a lot of people. I think the Braves, you know, I mean, thinking back to like when we were in like junior high, Alan, the Braves were just always around. And I think oh, yeah. 30, 40, however many years it's been later, they're still always around. I think yeah. they're always going to be a threat. But I think it's going to be the, I, it's going to be, Phillies then Braves in a close one. I think the Mets struggle. I think they maybe sneak in as a wild card, but I don't know. Yeah. No miracle Mets this year. No miracle. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely no miracle. I mean, who no. knows? I mean, if uh, Pete Alonso has a great year, if um, who's their shortstop? I forget his name. Guy Fluth. Uh, if he can stay healthy. That's. You know, they picked up Verlander. They still got Scherzer. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a great club. They lost to Grom, which I think is yeah. silly. Yeah. yeah, who cares? He can't stay healthy. Um, they they just need to stay healthy. You know, they we signed Nimmo. The Mets made all the right moves in the offseason, in my opinion, except the World Baseball Classic. But other than that, they made <laughs> all the right moves to set them up for a deep run in the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs or probably lose in a wild card game again. That's my guess. Uh, it's the, uh, Francisco Lindor. Lindor, who's thank the you. Uh, shortstop thank you, for the Lindor. Mets. Yeah, I, was, I was like, I had to look at him. So like, what's his name? I can I can picture it on the jersey, but I can't remember what it's. I can picture what he looks like. Um. They're a fun team to watch, though, the Mets are. The Mets yeah. are a very fun team to watch. I love going to City Field to watch the Mets lose. It's a great time. <laughs> it is such a great time. I definitely enjoy going to City Field as much as a uh, – so I live in New Jersey, so it's obviously a bit of a hassle for me to get out there, but I still think it's um, it's great fun. I take my friends to Yankee Stadium. I take my kids to City Field. I don't have kids, but if I had kids, I would yeah. take them to City Field. Yeah. 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 Uh, NL Central, another garbage division. The Reds, the Pirates. The division with like 15 teams Damn. in it. Yeah, the Reds, <laughs> the Pirates, the Cardinals, the Brewers, and the Cubs. Cardinals. Cardinals are a surprise, great team. Surprise. Yeah. Cardinals will win 92, 93 games. Yeah. Uh, I think the Brewers will probably come in second. Yep. Um, Cubs are rebuilding, and they'll be better than they were. But no, I still think it's them, um, you know, yeah. as is up, almost always been the case. It's still St. Louis division. To lose, yeah, I think so. Cubs to me are like the Tigers, right? Just do better than they did last year. Win, win, <laughs> win one more game you did last year. That's your goal. St. Louis um, gets I, with three wins. Yeah, I'm going with Cardinals yeah. too. Yeah. Great, great team in the Cardinals. I was a lot of fun watching uh, Yachty and Pujols retire last season. Pujols, man, yeah. looked like he could have played three more years, but I think he just gave it his yeah. all in this empty the tank. Is, is Cabrera, is this his last season or did he retire? Uh, for the Tigers, yes. Cabrera, no, he's DH. DH. Is, is, this, is this his last season? Yeah, he's going to come in fifth place. 
I'm excited to see his send off. <laughs> I mean, phenomenal player, Hall of Famer. Easy. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. I remember yeah, the be, Marlins. Yeah, he'll be in the Hall of Famer. He's going to be 20 tiger. years of service easily. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, he entered the league when he was like 19 or 20. Yeah. Ridiculous, ridiculous. He was like he was a rookie in MVP baseball 2005, the video yeah. game. Yeah. Which, by the way, we didn't argue the DH rule, so. Oh, the universal DH? No, <laughs> yeah. we know it now. We've got, we got, we, we we got one, more, one more division left. Didn't we do that in our last, our first podcast? We argued the DH rule? Yeah, you and I did. You yes. and I did. Yes. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. get Mike's take on it afterwards. I'm an AL guy. I'm pro DH. So <laughs> I it also pro, speeds the game up. I am pro DH on both sides. Uh, if you want your pitchers to hit, put them in a the lineup. Yeah, um, I, I'm pro pitcher hitting. Put them in a the lineup then. Yeah. NL West, yeah, Padres, Giants, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, Rockies. Also o- a only very fun division. This. Yeah, Dodgers, yeah. no doubt. Best best pitching squad last year. Um, they had the, the lowest batting average against. They're strong. Uh, I, I think they should have been the World Series last year. They're going to yeah, win they, the division. Yeah, their choke was crazy. They, yep. Yeah, their choke, yeah. No, they're... And they're either yeah. snake bit by that, or it's just that much more of. I think they're hungry. Much more feel for the fire. Yeah, I think they're. I'm yeah. hoping they're hungry. Yeah, I the tiger. I the tiger. I'm yeah. gonna. Go, I'm gonna go on a whim here. I think someone gets hurt in the Dodgers, like right after the All Star break, like in like end of oh. July. Someone gets hurt. <laughs> I don't know who. It's someone. And Padres, <laughs> the Padres swoop in, just get really. Oh, that's a really interesting choice. That's not no. They've yeah. spent a lot of money, and, yeah. and when I was when Will and I talked back in uh, November, that was one thing that I kind of looked at. Like, you know, where the f did the where uh, they got the money? All this money? Yeah, from? I mean, they, they, yeah. The, the Fed printed it's it. It's not them. McDonald's money. It's not Ray Kroc or Roy <laughs> yeah. Kroc on the them Fed, anymore. The, like, the Jerome Powell is secretly a huge Padres fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what recession? That's, a, that's an interesting choice. They continue I, to spend. Yeah, I think they could be a spoiler, but they're not going to be. So Dodgers, Dodgers I, win the World Series. By the way, I do think interesting. I do think yeah. Soto is a little overrated. I will say that. I think the magic of him has mm-hmm. worn off. I think pitchers figured out how to pitch. Yeah, to we him. saw that last year. I think, so. and <laughs> I think it's going to fizzle out. Machado, phenomenal. And who's oh, and Xander Bogarts. Xander mm-hmm. Bogarts is a phenomenal player. Watching him play in Boston, he I want the Yankees to scoop him up. Very, very badly, but I understand why they didn't. He got paid way too much money, but he is an excellent player. Excellent all-around player. I'm a big fan. And they got you, Darvish. And I think it all depends. If you, Darvish, has a great mm-hmm. season, and um, their other guy they picked up from Tampa a few years ago has a great season, um, the Padres will go deep in the playoffs. But I'm going to go with the Padres, upset the Dodgers. I think, yeah. Right. I like that. You know, I, I, I'd like to see the Dodgers do it because that's what I pick. But, you know, Padres have... My God, their last World Series, I think, was against the Tigers in 1984. 84, so. Yeah. Did they and play against the no the Padres? They lost to the Yankees. In 84? No. No, the, the Padres no, lost were... to the Yankees in 98, I think. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. Was, ah. Yeah. I, hmm. I'm pretty that. sure. Yeah. I'm gonna, let me give that a quick Google. 1998 World That is correct. Series. Swept by the Yankees. Yep. Yeah. Yep. How do I how do I how do I know that? One of many victims of the late nineties <laughs> I pulled that one right out. I pulled that I just pulled that one out of thin air. I knew I was right though. So yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah. Alan, you're picking the Dodgers in the World Series over yeah. who and how many games? I think they're gonna I, I know I picked the Rangers, but it's Dodgers Astros. Dodgers Astros, how many games? Yeah. Six. Six games? Mike? Yeah. What do you got? Oh I'm gonna go uh Dodgers Yankees. Uh Yankees in seven. Ooh, oh, why are you? Why are you feeding? I know. I, I feel why? so unclean. I've got a great <laughs> I would love that. I've been. I've I'm been, just angling for another appearance. I'm talking with Terry. <laughs> I have been begging, Mike. You're welcome back anytime, my friend. You know that. All I gotta do is ask. I have a talking point. Uh, I would love to see Yankees Dodgers in seven. I'd be terrified because I'm. I got one of my best friends out in LA is a huge Dodgers fan and an even bigger baseball fan. So we would be just calling and texting back and forth. And well, I know you're watching. I hope it happens because I'm going to laugh in your face when they lose. Um, but I don't think oh, – man, it's going to be tough. Who do I think makes it from the American League? Oh, gee, I wonder. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I wonder. Who is he going to pick? I'm not going to lie. I don't think the Yankees make the World Series with the squad. I oh. think I think next year. I think next year is their year when their young guys oh. are a little more seasoned. I think the Yankees lose to the Astros one more time. 
and the Astros go down to the Braves. Uh, Braves, uh, Braves. That was my second choice. Braves, it's always Braves, around. Braves in seven. I like predicting seven. Yeah, and I predicted the Yankees like the past six years. I haven't gotten close. So yeah, not this time. <laughs> not this time. I'm gonna pick yeah. the Braves over the Astros. Yankees. The Yankees are almost there. They have their pitching. They got their bullpen. They just need to get their young guys a little more grown up, and they'll be good to go. Yeah, it's not a bad pick. You know what? I, I think that's a that's, yeah. that's a good one. And I think that's a perfect place to end. Let's, gentlemen. Anything else you want to pick? Baseball. Anything you want to talk? Anything else you want to say? I um I, I would recommend that everybody, if you have the chance, Jason Gay wrote a really good piece in uh, the Wall Street Journal today about how baseball is back and this is their time to capitalize. And I uh, I certainly hope he's right because I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely a reengaged baseball fan. All right. Yeah, I, I I'd say the same thing. I think the World Baseball Championship uh, was phenomenal. Uh, great start to the season already, and. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting year because of all the rule changes. Um, but I don't think we're done with the rule changes. I think I think there is going to be a lot of assessment after this year. And uh, I, I think there's more to come on the rule side. It'll be very interesting. Change the height of the mound. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that, that, no, yeah, because that's it. the one that's always bandied around. That's, yeah. that's the one that's, you know, I think would prove to be. You know, I'm still going with the, uh, the lines on the field to keep the players. You can't go over the line. You can only, this is left field. <laughs> your box. Don't leave it. <laughs> Get back in your box. God, exactly. That would be a nightmare. That would be <laughs> such a nightmare. No. If they raise the mound, I feel like you'd see a lot more people. Wait, look, they change the mind. You think they'd lower it or raise it? I think they'd raise it. They'd raise yeah, it. Yeah, they'd have to a, raise it. You'd see a lot more pitches over 100 miles per yeah, hour. Yeah, I don't think sure. they're going to do that. Yeah. It's, I, mean, I think it, I think that's dangerous. Yeah. I think you're going to have, uh, I, again, my prediction is they're not going to save as much time as they think they're going to save in these okay. games. I agree. You're going to have a lot more runners, a lot more hits, which is going to really slow the game down, shot clock or no clock. I think I think time-wise, mm-hmm. we're going to be at the same. There's, there's not going to be uh, – the needle's not going to move. In terms of like speeding up the games, which is why I think they're going to reassess some of these rules. I agree. Well, guys, I think that's a perfect place to cap it off. We will end there. You know, maybe we'll come back in September. I'll add on Phil Riccobono and we can do a baseball review and a playoffs preview. I think that'd be uh, love that. really great. Yeah, yeah you guys amazing. love Phil. Phil was the first case on this podcast, also returning guest. Um, he was a sports writer living in Japan covering the Haushin Tigers, I believe. No, I mean, the other guy. Remember that. But um, huh? he's gotta an find ex- that podcast. excellent interview. I'll send you a link. Um, he's a f- great time. He also wrote a book called uh, Baseball English, which was designed for Japanese players when they come over to America to kind of learn the lingo of like American oh, slang cool. and baseball. And then um, mm. phenomenal guy, great friends. I actually met him in Las Vegas when I was when I was there covering a conference. That's where he lives now. And I gotta tell you, it was really weird meeting a stranger for my podcast, but it felt like I knew him for years. <laughs> and that's what the power of podcasting does. That's right. I met Alan on cool. the internet, and I felt the same. Alan and I met on Twitter, and it was yeah, like, we did. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, yeah. we've known each other forever. Yeah. It's it's weird how that works because I have, is, I, have yeah. a, I have a few fans of my wrestling podcast who I've met in real life. And one I still have to meet in real life, I have like a Toronto. And it's funny how podcasting can do that. And I'm glad, gentlemen, I can consider both of you my friends and returning guests to this Aww, podcast. Likewise. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate you always. Um, this is great. Love it. Yeah, this is a lot, a lot of fun. Of fun. A lot of fun. I'll send you guys all the clips. As always, next week, I am actually speaking to a former retired detective in Canada who also wrote a book on, like, a crime books. So we're talking about the policing in Canada versus policing in the U.S., all his books, detectives, what he can tell me. That's going to be a lot of fun. I got a lot of things to say on the police, especially after a few weeks ago when I talked about police timing with Chris Engelbert for a few hours. So... (laughs) That was fun. Uh, my name is Will Tarish. It's T as Thomas A R A S H U K. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, just like Mike, just like I'll make sure you reach out to me at Will APSPodcast.com. That's A P S P O D C A S T dot com. Go in the description down below and click that GoFundMe tab. Uh, I need funding. <laughs> I'm just going to say it straight up. I own a business, I have debt, and it's not going anywhere. Uh, Mike, thank you very much for your donation last time. Um, Alan, thank you for your consideration. Um, I'll be back. I'll be back next week. I'll see you there. But until then, y'all take care. I love you, Alan. Hope you know that. I love you too.